Hello, and welcome to The Unique CPA with your host, Randy Crabtree. The goal of our show is to keep you at the forefront of the changing face of public accounting by having conversations with fascinating leaders and bringing you their stories, insights, and advice. The Unique CPA podcast is brought to you by Trimerit, the specialty tax professionals. All right, we're back. The last segment, which I'm getting a little disappointed about because I'm having too much fun up here. But you guys, hopefully, were having fun listening to what was going on. We got our next group of two on the uh, the last segment here. Our next here. pair. Our next pair. Are we going with P still in this segment? Yeah, or are we we'll going with a different letter? We'll pair, yeah, we'll, we'll get Everything's we'll P, huh? Yeah. All right. So this is the tip show, apparently. We went T-I-P. So we're going P right now. All right. So our next guest, let's get these two uh, fine young gentlemen. And I say young because I'm the old guy here for sure. Yeah, I'm going to introduce Blake Oliver. So Blake Oliver is actually, he doesn't know it, but he's my idol. He's got the number one accounting podcast in the galaxy, right? The galaxy? I, I If you say so, Randy. <laughs> yes, so, so many of you in probably. In the metaverse. In the metaverse. <laughs> oh, we're in the metaverse now. We've got uh, somebody who's actually, I know somebody who's getting a PhD in Metaverse right now. I have no idea how really? you even get a PhD in Metaverse, but a that's PhD. what. Yeah, so that's what he's getting. So, all right, so back to Blake. So, Blake Oliver, co-host of the Cloud and County podcast. Unbelievable. Great information out weekly, right? You're a weekly show? Every week, yep. Every week, yeah. which is which is amazing. We're every other week. I don't know how you do every week. I don't know how Scott does what his schedule is. I'm not sure what his schedule is, but he's got a lot out there. Also, the creator of Earmark, which this show you are watching, listening to right now, will be on Earmark eventually, and you'll be able to get CPE, as long as we educate you on something, I guess. You'll be able to get CPE for listening to this show. So that was something that when we started the Unique CPA, one of my first ideas was, I want people to get CPE for this. As I said at the beginning of the show, I don't really do anything but talk, so I never implemented that. Luckily, Blake did the implementation, and now the Unique CPA podcast is on Earmark, and you can get CPE for listening to it. Blake, welcome to the Unique CPA for the second time. Thank you, Randy. Thank you so much, and thank you, Scott. It's great to see you again. Great to and see Matthew, you. Hello. Nobody hey, knows who Matthew is. We haven't announced him to yet. Matthew. <laughs> Matthew May, CPA, joined Acuity to translate accounting for entrepreneurs. He does this by helping navigate tax and accounting You're just reading my LinkedIn. You can't just read my LinkedIn to introduce me. We're friends. I thought that was the, that was the way friends, to do this. Dude. Like, I, you cannot I have, do that. I'm I bring no context line. to this. So Matthew <laughs> is one of my idols. First, because he's got the alliterative name. <laughs> and he's an M&M in my mind. And he's got one of the best episodes. Matthew is on a mission to make accounting scalable. Along with his partner from our first segment, Kenji, another alliterative name. Matthew is his home is Atlanta from El Paso. Yep. And he's on a journey to to make my life better, too. He's teaching me how to implement better habits into my life. And uh, I appreciate him as a friend. One of my best pals. So. so we can go into, we can talk about you for a long time. But no. we, we could talk about Scott. I would have finished. Maybe this whole episode, Matthew does episode have some, where we get a, Matthew we has a pension a for cryptocurrency and blockchain. And uh, he likes to volunteer in the Georgia technology community. Like I want to bring in the whole full body of, of Matthew May. Um, oh, thanks, dude. That's nice of you to say. It's great to be here. Thanks, Randy, for having us, man. It's great. Yeah. 
Again, I am just amazed that people say yes to me when I ask them, well, when I ask them things. Well, so. to be fair, our podcast is Drink While You Think, and you hosted this at the Beer Temple. <laughs> yeah. So it was like when you said, hey, it's the Beer Temple, and we'd be like, yes. And you're like, I didn't explain what it was. So it was like, <laughs> yes. We were like, beer it's temple, at the yes. Beer Temple, man. Come on, let's go. It was like, and by the way, if you're ever in Chicago, Illinois, if you're listening to this, you have to come here. It's like heaven. It's this is like you walk into the bottle shop and it's like you're heaven. So uh, that being said, and we haven't done this, uh, but what are you drinking right now? Well, I just switched to the raspberry stout. I've took been my beer. On, really? I've been working on the Imperial Stout that's on the board. Really? Uh, and uh, yeah, I've had a couple of those. I've done all three stouts now. And Scott just shared with me the raspberry stout and I gave him the Imperial right, Stout so on the way here. You're good to go for the segment, though. Those strong beers are... Uh, Oh, you sound hey, great. Hey, I they, they call it Sunday Matthew. <laughs> this is like the hey, Matthew you get Matthew at the tailgate. Prime time on Monday. Prime, prime time on Monday. This is the there Monday night game. So we need to educate. Otherwise, Blake is not going to put this on earmark. So let's do That's a little true. education right now. So or more than a little. So there's a bunch of topics we can talk about. One that I really want to talk about because I think you guys fight about this is cryptocurrency. Should we start with a little crypto? Well, we crypto? seem to be on different sides of the aisle on this one. Yeah. So, because, I, I mean, we have a pretty thriving cryptocurrency practice. So we're, like, actually trying to fix this for clients. And every time I listen to the Cloud County podcast, Blake is sometimes a little critical of the cryptocurrency. <laughs> it's true. I mean, His voice he, gets high when he, he talks about he, crypto, too. He, he might be a little bit yeah. of a skeptic, right? <laughs> so I'm just going to, like, yeah. I mean, Blake, don't you think we've got to figure this out as a profession though. Like, can you give me that much? Like, can, like, we need to figure this out. It's here, right? Absolutely. And I think the word you used that is appropriate for me is skeptic. I am a skeptic. I believe as a CPA, I should exercise professional skepticism when it comes to all things. And crypto is one of those things. And as somebody whose show is all about accounting and technology, I can't help but cover crypto. So let's so. unpack that a little, Blake. <laughs> Tell us why. Tell us why you're skeptical about well, crypto. Like, I mean, what, what what makes you what makes you anxious about it? It all started years ago, <laughs> back in my childhood. Uh, no, it's the crypto bros. Okay, I can't handle the crypto bros. Yeah. And especially, it was actually this past Super Bowl when Matt Damon came on with Crypto.com, pumping up crypto and telling everybody you gotta invest in crypto. Crypto is for the brave. And I realized at that moment, I'm like, crypto is a scam. A lot of it is. Was it because I called you Matt Damon before? Like I said, you're, you're the Matt Damon doppelganger. So is, is that also <laughs> why? Did he betray you? Maybe. maybe. I feel like an, a, a little bit of a kinship with him. So, so this is so. where Blake and I are getting to common ground. Yes. Because a lot of this is just, it's just off, right? Like oh, yeah. there's a lot of people trying to take advantage of a lot of people. But the stuff I like to talk about is the cool projects going on. And, and that's what I want to hear about from you, Matthew, is like, what is happening in crypto that gets you excited? Because I agree that crypto and blockchain technology is really fascinating and interesting. And there's a lot of amazing applications of it. The problem is that so much of it that we hear about, again, like Super Bowl commercials, is the just scams, the outright scams. So like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. Every crypto that's like designated as like builds itself as an investment, I'm with you on. So like my favorite ones, I'll give you two. Yeah. So the first one's one called Yellow Card. And what they've decided to do is like go after in Africa and serve the underbanked. So they partnered with all the retail shops in Africa. 
They like all the grocery stores, whatever. So people could send money cross country, cross like within Africa, uh-huh. cro- but cross border by using either Bitcoin or USDC, which is like the uh, uh, what we call a stable coin, which is just like sending US dollars as long as it's a, a legitimate one. We, we don't have to get into no legitimate stable coins. <laughs> we don't go to rabbit holes. But so they're literally helping families that can't get bank accounts send money to each other. Like that is a legitimate, and they're like wildly successful. They're like, oh, I love this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then one of my other favorite clients is trying to compete with Amazon's S3. They're decentralizing cloud storage and hmm. had to issue a cryptocurrency to be able to fund the way to do that. So is, that's one of those uh, blockchains where it actually stores data. It's in not the, a blockchain. They the actually segment. use their <laughs> cryptocurrency as like a gift card. Uh-huh. Like I call it, like there's different types of cryptocurrencies, right? Their crypto is not an investment. It's kind of like a gift card where you can, the reason you buy their cryptocurrency is to buy storage on their network, mm, right? It. And, but by storage on their network, it's like Scott could even have a, like a terabyte in his house that he could be competing with Amazon with, like as this decentralized Amazon S3 product. So, so, so let's, there's let's... really cool stuff that people are doing. Yeah. The ones I'm least excited about are the ones that are investment yeah. driven. They're like, you could make a ton of money. Like, that's, well, I'm giving you that one. And I, I think the real failure in the system is not crypto itself. It's the people who are supposed to be regulating these products. Like, so oh, yeah. all these crypto exchanges that are acting like banks and selling investment products to consumers, like, where's the SEC in regulating them? Oh, don't you worry. Know? Uh, it, well, it, uh, I, I was like, I tell accountants, I start my, uh, I do a crypto 101 for accountants. I'm like, oh, don't worry. The first thing you do is look to the regulators. And the IRS says it's property. The SEC says it's a security. FinCEN says it's a, is a, there's five different ones. Well, and even the SEC waffles, depending, Bitcoin's a commodity, but Ethereum's a security. Like, it doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, because they're all different things. Yeah. Like crypto, they're not trying to be the same thing. Bitcoin is trying to replace gold. That we know. So there are those cryptos that are trying to be a store of value, like whatever commodity like gold. I still don't understand how that works. But like Ethereum, like their smart contract protocol, it's like a, it's more like Kickstarter when I explain it to people. Like Ethereum, the closest thing in the commercial world for us for Ethereum is Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. If you look at it, they have all of these projects that started based on it, and they were able to issue tokens. They're all just spin-offs of Ethereum. They're like ERC-20 tokens, right? So that's like Kickstarter, right? So you have all these, like, the problem regulators have that they say cryptocurrency is this one thing, and they're not all trying to be these one things. NFTs. I explained. We had a, we had a, we had a charity issuing NFTs. Is basically they're issuing receipts. So do you remember, on our like way, when do you remember when Suzanne Summers did like the if you donate to a child in Africa yep. you get a picture? Well, our client did that, but with homes, like they three D print homes, right? They three D print homes, and they're like, oh, you can get an NFT of the home, which is basically like a receipt. Well, they were worried about having to take income, like whatever, for selling NFTs. They just took a donation, and the people got like their receipt was an NFT. So, like, an NFT can be, like, a mural. Right. One of our clients does for songwriters. They, so, we're in Chicago right now, and there's a NFTs. lot of paintings on the walls, right? You're referencing 
murals. Right. I saw a big one on the way here. Right. Could that be an NFT? Yes. So, like, I tell people who want to invest in NFTs, if you would fund a mural, that's a great use of your money. Until people can monetize these things and really understand it. And one of our clients is trying to. So they're doing for artists, for recording artists, they're putting the NFTs, their, their songs as an NFT and printing with the hopes that down the road they can monetize those as those get played, those songwriters get the money back. So mm-hmm. if it's an F- NFT is just not a picture or something, you can actually have the song play as an NFT? An NFT is a non-fungible token. So it's just data yeah. that is unique. An MP3 is a data. But the entire song could so be it an could NFT. Be, it could be a mural. It could be a digital artwork. It could be a song. So an NFT could be a number of things. The I'm picture. Lost. I am so, too. So, so Matthew, back? you're supposed to make the complex right simple. Yeah. I'm oh, not sorry. getting the simple part yet. <laughs> so a non-fungible token. Yeah. So you're just representing something unique. Okay. Do you want me to go a practical example of what crypto could do? Yes. Like, it's less than 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. So have you ever bought title insurance for a house, Randy? Yes. Okay. A blockchain could overtake the title insurance because what a perfect use yeah. case to separate all the lots in the United States and assign them lots. And then you would just record okay. the ownership changes. Yep. All a blockchain does is record how ownership changes over time. Okay. So title insurance could theoretically be replaced by blockchain. Okay. See, look at that. You are an expert at making the complex. Simple. Well, you, you asked me to be like uh, esoteric <laughs> before, and then you asked me to be practical. I can get it down to brass tacks. All right. So let's wrap up crypto because I my brain is spinning right now. Unless is there any? Did you want any final thoughts on this, Blake? Well, I think the the interesting thing is Matthew is very bullish on crypto, but you don't own any. Because I'm not bullish on crypto as an investment. Right. And that's where we agree. Okay. So if I own blockchain, is that I shouldn't? If you own blockchain? You don't own not blockchain. blockchain. It's decentralized. See, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Blockchain own, is decentralized. Own, uh, what's the big one? I own oh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. So what What my answer to that is Yeah. the best wealth managers in the business are telling people if you're highly aggressive, you should have less than 1% of if your you're highly network. aggressive. If you're highly aggressive, less than one percent of your net worth in in cryptocurrency. All right. So, so that's your barometer. So you can only spend one percent of your net worth. I'm gonna tell your wife when she gets back from the concert. So I could put a million dollars in Bitcoin. You can, yeah, because you're because <laughs> you're, you're like a big baller. Like exactly. For me and Blake, it's like ten grand. All right. <laughs> or like a hundred bucks, you know. Yeah. All right. How about Ethereum? Tell yeah. me if I'm good there. Those yeah. are the two I own. Ethereum and Bitcoin would be the uh, if I was going to invest in crypto, I'd invest in Ethereum because it's a platform yes. and I understand the thing. Yep. Bitcoin's more of an energy arbitrage. Like if you want to do it, it's the biggest one. That's great. Right. But, but so keep it under a percent. Under a percent. I will do that. I will take your advice. But then I'm gonna have to pay capital gains if, when I get under one percent, right? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, All right. Let's now go. we're gonna now we're going to stuff nobody let's wants to talk about. Tax right. talk. Tax, Tax talk. talk. Let's let's go because we're we're, we're I'm, I'm already Pivot. getting the five minute mark, but we're going to go a little longer than that because we we haven't gotten in anything yet that I want to talk about because there's such interesting things. I know one of the top one I want to you know Blake before I miss it, let's just talk earmark a little bit. You want us to give us an update of what you're doing and, and where you're going with this? Yes, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. We actually announced it today, the launch of Earmark Media. So my partner in the Cloud Accounting Podcast, David Leary, is joining Earmark, nice. and we are providing. 
video podcast production services. We're creating an advertising network for sponsors of podcasts, like what we've done on our show. Yeah, we want to help more accountants, more apps in our space create video content. And everybody here today, well, Alan doesn't have a podcast, but everybody else has a podcast, and everybody else... Dawn is not on Earmark, but she's about to be on Earmark, she but will. everybody else is, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, Drink While You Think is on Earmark? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then, so, I mean, this I've is pretty a, much I mean, as a, Earmark. <laughs> as a CPA, this is the best thing that's happened for CPE I agree. In, since, since in my career. So so one person that's here today that I just saw out there is Dan Choden. Yeah, you probably all met Dan. And what did Dan say? Shout out he, to Dan. He, yeah, shout out to Dan. Dan yeah. is like one of my favorite. Dan and I are both ERC geeks. And, and he's amazing. I've learned so much from him, and I appreciate what, what he's done for the ERC industry because there's so much crap out there going on with ERC, and he knows how the right way to do it, and that's what we try to do. But what he had said, I think on Twitter or some reason, I was yeah. like, yeah, I, think I just looked at my earmark app, and I got like 61 hours of CPE in the earmark so far. Or as, something. as far as I know, he's our number one earner of CPE. Is he really? Yeah. I'm right. putting him at the We're top of the leaderboard tonight. Yeah. Well, I actually yeah. have a price for him. I, I have a price for all of you, just so you know, at the end Ooh, of the night. So we got a, we got a price. We got back. All right. too. So we don't have a ton of time. So earmark's great. That was something that when I say that came out, came out, I was like, this is amazing. This is what I wanted all along. And again, you did it. So I appreciate that one thing. And I don't, we don't have a lot of time, but I think we, I want to kind of try to wrap up where we started today with Alan and Kenji and talking about this new structure and firms and all that, because I know, Blake, that's something that you're passionate about is this whole, I think you call it the slow death of the partnership model, but you see this change happen in public accounting. You see a change needs to happen. You want to expand on that? So my career has been extremes. I have worked in a traditional partnership model accounting firm, and I've also worked for tech startups, and they're so different. And I think that there's a lot of room for a compromise. And I find that with partnerships, like especially big partnerships, they operate on consensus. And in a time of disruption that we're in now, you can't really operate on consensus because it's too slow. And the solution ends up being not extreme enough. And so it's been fascinating to watch over the last 10 years, firms crop up that have a different type of model, firms like Acuity that are more of a corporate type of model. A lot of small firms are figuring out that. And instead of growing into these big partnerships, they're going to figure out a different way to do things that allow them to be more agile. So I honestly, I, I think that long term, that's where we're headed as a profession. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Everybody else is doing it. Every industry, you mean? So like the, the regular ownership model is like the standard everywhere else. I don't right. understand why accountants yeah. are so slow to adopt it. Like, it just blows so, my mind. So here's our firm started using EOS, which is like the entrepreneurial operating system, which said you should run your firm like a normal company, like, like a, a corporation. <laughs> you should run a firm you like take a this model. There's a book. I mean, just saying for accountants that is like you should run your firm like a business. It's like, it, that's, that's, it, that's basically that's what I'm a saying. Statement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then all of a sudden we're learning off of how a bit hundreds of years of running businesses and 140 years of running accounting firms, right? Like, but this is still a big shift for a lot of practice owners and traditional partnership models. They thought that's a business model. They think they're running a business. Would you disagree? Like, Oh no. I, I mean, I, I just, I, I, I think actually some partners might be insulted if you called what they do a business. 
<laughs> I right? agree. Right? I know, yeah. which is, uh, it's almost like you're not supposed to operate right. in that manner. Right. It's just a mindset. This isn't a business. We're just helping other people. Right. No, you're building a business, We're too, and you have an asset there. This yeah. is our turf. Yeah. And it's not our business. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's I, we have to go back in time not that long ago. Like, a CPA firms used to not be able to advertise. Right. <laughs> right. Know. Until, like, what was it, the 60s, the 70s? Yeah. It was illegal. To advertise your services. So we've come a long way, but I didn't even think it was that long ago. I mean, yeah. I honestly, Some it seemed like the last 10 years is the first time I've heard a commercial for an accounting firm. I'm sure it's, you know, probably longer ago than that, but that's yeah. what it feels no, like. And now I see them like on YouTube. I see uh, even like BDO advertises all the time oh, on yeah. like yeah. TV. Yep. It's, it's interesting. Yep. I see so. buses driving around Chicago with Markham written on it with a you know, yeah. big CPA firm headquarters out of New yeah. York. And, and so do you think, what do you think of the private equity then? And is that changing the business model? Is that good? Is it bad? Do you have an opinion? Well, that's how the transition is happening for some of these larger firms, right? right? You got to buy out all the partners at once. Yep. And who's going to do that except private equity. private equity? A big pile of money. Yeah. <laughs> That'll motivate anybody to change, right? <laughs> Money's the motivator. Money yeah, is it'll be, definitely it'll, out there. I mean, the, the thing nobody's talking about, though, is like, I know people say, I mean, I know eventually you have to worry about money, but like private equity only cares about EBITDA. So accountants historically have like been famous for caring about their clients and being trusted by their clients. So this is a monumental shift that this industry is going to have to keep its status while taking money. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, so, I talked to Alan about that, you know, you know, six months ago or last year, in that same exact concept. And he said that private equity has changed. It's different now. They are looking at more. They know that clients are the key. They're more user-friendly with that, but they still have that bottom line. I want to grow. I'm going to turn this over in five years. What I don't see is you can't keep turning over five years in perpetuity, it just can't happen. And what's the end game? And I don't understand the end game. Well, I mean, the ones that have talked to us, yeah, they believe accountants are the key to the SMB. That accountants can influence the SMB buying decision. Are the that's the ones that talked to us. I don't know that that's the same ones going up market. Right. So they've talked about that, and they've been interested of scale, like being able to get these economies of scale. The thing I don't understand about the firms that are doing this now is they already have economies of scale. They're already big ass firms right. that are taking private equity. That's a technical so, term, right? Big that's ass. a big ass. All right. The big ass firm is a really technical term. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I think I've heard that before, but yeah. So, nice. All right. So they're, they're already big <laughs> ass and they, they have that in place already. Nice. I like the big ass firms. So they've got the scale already. So they're not really going to get economies of scale from lopping things together more. Yeah, they're bringing in more different technologies. They're bringing in different services. They're merging in different industries. Now, if they didn't have a, a IT consulting firm, they're going to merge that in. If they didn't have an HR firm, they're going to merge that in. I assume that's part of that. And that's all predicated on accountants being able to influence SMB buying decisions. Okay. I think. So you want that's, to define SMB for people? I guess everybody knows, but small, so, mid-sized oh, business? Oh, small and mid-sized business. All right. <laughs> Thank you. I assume everybody knew, but... Uh, those TLAs that always throw me off. Yeah, the, the, the three other acronyms. <laughs> be sure to turn in your TPS reports by the end TPS of the day. TPS reports will be done by the end of the day. So you've been approached. You said it now. You've been approached, obviously. I would assume you have by uh, private equity. We've been since we hit five million in revenue. We've yeah. been approached every year by private equity yeah. to do a roll up in the cloud accounting yeah. space. Yep. 
not the Cloud County podcast, but the Cloud County space. No, the Cloud County. You space. could buy us too if you wanted. You could buy the Cloud County. Yeah, podcast. absolutely. I've got a number. Microphone okay. <laughs> we we honestly get that all the time too. It's it's nonstop. It seems like it, but private equity is everywhere it's, right it's now. It's as soon as you hit a certain threshold, right. you'll you. I mean, no, you have to get through the chain, like. Yep. But yep. like we've gotten in serious discussions with two firms. You have you have yes. gone down that road. And, and why didn't you do it? Because we were at five million in revenue, and they needed to be at two hundred million in revenue in a five-year horizon. Wow! From five, and this was four years ago for us. So how's that even possible? Yeah, we, I, I figured it out. Yeah, we were going to have to do one hundred and fifty acquisitions in four years and integrate them all. So it was all acquisitions for the most it part. It was all a roll-up. Wow. The one of the that one would of not the be two. fun. I don't think. It's consolidation. I, we we also thought that would not be fun. <laughs> so we we but you together, are having fun now. You've opted for the fun route. We opted for the bootstrap. Yep, that's that's how we did it. They drink beer and talk accounting every Friday night. I mean, like so. we're, and today, we're here at the you, beer temple in Chicago. Like it's just like how do you how do you have a better life than this? All right. Well, this yeah. is the final segment which I'm very sad that we are wrapping up now. And I'm going to give you both, I think everybody this opportunity, but if you get, either of you have anything final to say, uh, you, you got the floor here for a few minutes each. Thank you, Randy, for having us out here. <laughs> I wasn't looking for that, but this I has been it. a true pleasure and honor. All right. It's, cheers to you. Yeah, well, cheers to all of you. Cheers. This is well, unbelievable. Randall. Well, I get a time, right? No, you no, get, you're not. Oh, yeah. We get cheers okay. twice. Oh, we get cheers twice. Give Randall's moment. Randall Jack Crabtree's moment here. Uh, wait, wait. We're letting Matthew right. go right now. You put a lot into this. Are you ready yeah. for it? I'm going to go into my can voice. Can you top that? Oh, yeah. Already? Yeah. Try Merida County for all of your R&D and ERC tax credit needs. Try Merida County, the best in the business at making you money. How do you not make this decision to just make yourself money? You go to the Tri-Merit Accounting for all of your needs. You, you are a voiceover expert. All of your needs. All of your needs. <laughs> yeah. And then you cheers need to that. Like, like, cheers. That Thank that? you. Matthew so, May. So you do the commercials too, yeah. normally on the... Uh, uh, Drink All You Think podcast. Yeah. I do all the, the like... because The sponsor, sponsors. Well, you yeah. sponsor our podcast by sending us beer, which you know. Yes. Which you sent us so far... Your top two. The best. Top two? Somebody says Planning the Elder. Oh, so I'm going to California Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to be in that area. I'm going to bring some Pliny and I'm shipping it to you. Don't tell uh, uh, Don't tell them I'm shipping it to you. Okay. I don't think they like people. Although they are on Craft Shack now. Craft okay. Shack, there's an app out there that, that they ship beers around the country. Pliny is now on Craft really? Shack. Oh. I just did a commercial for Craft Shack. Hey, Crash Shack, send us some money. Thank you. No, but in all, in all seriousness, it's like nice to have somebody like in the credits business. We really appreciate when people have integrity and stuff like that. So we really appreciate that you wow, have us well, here yeah. and, we, and, and, and you trust us. Integrity with that, so. and other stuff. stuff. Like integrity. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. No, when that. you're going after credits, that's a big oh, deal. Oh, it's unbelievable. They're, like, it's huge, yes, man. Like, uh, you can't understate, like being around folks that are quality. So All right, I appreciate thanks for that. having us. I did not ask for any of that, so, but I thank you for that. Uh, you guys stick around. We're going to do a wrap up here, but you guys stay in your seats. You can drink your beer. You can do whatever you want. Sounds uh, great. I don't think we can do it, but Scott was hoping to do a wrap. Do you want to do a small version without music of your rap? Or how do you want to do this? Or are we going to do this Raps another time? Be with music. It's no music, no not, rap. Yeah. No, this is, I'm going to get a t-shirt. No music, no rap. So oh, this yeah. is, so. I mean, do a poem. Give me, do a poem. 
All right. While he's looking up his poem, we're like, no woman, I, I, don't cry. <laughs> we can we have either, we're going to go with dead air for the next five minutes. Till no, Scott. here we go. So, uh, are, are we really doing this? Yeah. Well, how long you got? I don't. You've been you've been building this up all ten, freaking for not, two days. We're not going to ten minute poem. We're just doing a short poem, right? Sure. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Here's Scott Scarano. And I know, so I'll do a, I'll do, so this is a poem. And well, on, before we say it, hold on, hold on. I'm going to introduce you as little toddler. Little, little, little toddler, toddler. Little toddler. So this is a, this isn't the one I was going to perform. This is one I'm working on. This is a, how to say no more, or at least what I am trying to do with my life. So I'm going to read it as if it's a poem, not a rap. Why am I so busy? Why did I say maybe? Let's have a discussion. Say no when you're uncertain. Say yet, saying let, let me start over there. No, no, you're good. <laughs> say no when you're uncertain. Saying yes leads to future burden. Next request, deploy a diversion. Discretion, avoid overexertion. No rest, monetize my time, invest in asset conversion. Found zest, optimized my life, less stress, no aversion. Digest acquiescent inversion. Protest, disapprove with assertion. Suppress and remove it in person. Unclear, meek, prone to frustration. Fear of being alone and forsaken. Career in a unique situation, appear weak with no aspiration, severely insecure, wreaking mayhem, with clear techniques and phrases, premiere a new sleek presentation, elevation through delegation, elimination of new temptations, elation with no obligation, exclamation without hesitation, say sure but only in moderation, secure a no with no explanation. Period. Period. Done. That's awesome. Exclamation point. So, so you know what? I would have loved to hear the rap. I need a Kleenex now because that was amazing. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I didn't plan on doing that. No. That, that was, was not ready for prime time, so I appreciate it. Yeah, so thanks. no, that was great. I appreciate that. All right. So so uh, we're no gonna... Randy, no cry. <laughs> I cry all the time, yeah. especially when I do that uh, presentation we talked in the last segment. When I do the uh, mental health awareness beyond burnout. I cried during Well, that's, that, that causes burnout. Saying yes causes yeah, burnout. Right. Like I can speak on it, but I tried to limit it to a few words. Okay, we're yeah. about to wrap up, but you wanted to ask me some questions before we finished. Or, or yeah, we yeah, yeah. That? So why fly out a bunch of people in the accounting space to do a live podcast? Why would you even do that? Because I don't have any friends, and so I needed to get people out here to pretend that I... In, People like me. Um, no. Um, so why? That was self-deprecating humor. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I don't understand. I don't realize that people may not understand my humor. It's funny to me, but maybe not everybody else. It was funny uh, to me. All right. All right. <laughs> so all right. well, you're not as old as me, but 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 at least you're closer than he is to me. So um, why do this? It's it's fun. Obviously, it's fun. Obviously, fun is not enough, <laughs> but for me it is because I just do things I enjoy. Everybody I had on here today, I enjoy talking to. But we also, it's marketing. Honestly, it's marketing. You're gonna, you're gonna market because we're out there, people see this, people see, everybody follows you guys, everybody loves you guys. You do what Matthew said, integrity. Everybody here has integrity. And so if I can surround myself with people like that and show that we, we as a company have that as well, it's big. Is, is marketing the only reason? No, it's just I come up with the idea, we do it. Hopefully it, it, it creates some buzz around what we do, but I honestly don't think that. It's just I think, hey, 
Let's get some people together that I like and have fun and enjoy it. You can call this marketing, and I do call this marketing. And we got Mark, our head of marketing, right in front of me here. Marcus of marketing. Marcus of marketing. This is the best name ever for a, a position. Um, That's why he's in marketing. <laughs> um, oh, you got the camera on you now, too. But marketing means nothing if you don't have integrity, like Matthew said. If you can't back it up with something that is helping others, as Dawn said as well. And that's what we do. And that's my whole goal. My whole goal as an individual, not a business, but it rolls over to the business, is to educate. I have a mantra of give away your knowledge. You guys all did that today. You gave away your knowledge today. I always look to try to give away my knowledge. If I do this through this, or I do this through my webinars, or I do it through my in-person presentations, or I do it being a guest on someone else's podcast, I just think if you do that, it's going to come back to you. And that's my whole reason for doing these things. So I appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate you asking me that. We appreciate you. How much money do you spend on this event? <laughs> I, I don't know if I know the final number. My guess is, do I answer that? You, you always we, ask numbers. I always ask numbers. And I know I was, I, I told you I was going to ask numbers. I honestly probably going to spend, it's minimum 30,000, probably more. What do you anticipate the ROI is? I don't even Future look at that. Future ROI of this. Here's our head of sales here. Barry, do you have any idea on our ROI on a event like this? We're just spending money. He said That's he's just spending money over there. All right. So, you're so but if you're an accounting yeah. firm, if you're an accounting firm, if you're looking for an R&D tax credit partner, try Merit Accounting. Try Merit Accounting for all of your R&D tax credit. <laughs> three needs. merits. All right. That, that's that's my next question. What are the three merits? The three merits? So, so Okay. We're going to go into this? <laughs> we are. All right. We're going to need to wrap up this soon. I think Mark's already yet. giving me the cut sign. I think we're – Mark from marketing. All right. Give him quick. All quick. Right, three hits. Three hits. You can take this out in post, Mark. You're good. All right. Don't worry about it. I'll do it real quick. When we started this, there was three people were going to be involved. It ended up only being two. So the try was there was three people. And it was compliance, it was production, and it was sales. So there was three aspects to the business as well. The three people were going to head up those three areas. One, the salesperson did not end up coming with. She went to do something else, but we brought in somebody for business development pretty quick. So there's three sides to it. In addition, then, okay, we got try, we got three, whatever. Three what? Three. And then it was like, okay, look at what we were doing. It was R&D tax credits at the time. We do a lot now. As our advertising manager, Matthew May, has told you, we do additional <laughs> things as well. Um, but it was... The things we do put money back into businesses. It helps businesses. They've earned this by whatever they do. And it was not try gold, a try earn. And it was a merit. They, they merit. There was, I looked up a, th a thesaurus, which I had a hard time saying there. And that was one of the terms. And honestly, make a long story even longer. My wife dreamed the names. She dreamed the try part and then we filled in the rest with the merit. Speaking of dreams then. Yes. Do you feel like you are living the dream? I I don't pinch myself literally, but I am having too much fun at the, I don't understand how I got to this point. I mean, and, we're at the beer temple, yeah. dude. Like how is he not living the dream? We're yeah. all living the dream. Living right. his best <laughs> like, life. Yes, it, it it is fun and I and partly it's cuz I I get to and this is to sound altruistic, but I really, I get to help people. I get to help the accounting profession, help their clients legitimately put money back into their businesses. And that I get a rush out of. So you're blending your passion and your purpose. 
Is there with any, your profession. I was going to say there had to be another P in there. Uh, I, I, I think I am, but enough about me. This is all you guys. It's been great being here. Um, and so I'm going to wrap it up now, Scott. Are we yeah, good? I, I, you know, I never, I can't wrap anything <laughs> I think it's up. your podcast. I think you can do whatever you want, dude. Well, no, he is now my co-host, at least for today. And this could continue at some point. We will have to see. That being said, I've gone way over time. I'm keeping the video and audio people well past their, their scheduled time. I appreciate them being part of this. They've done an awesome job. We couldn't have done this without this group here. We couldn't have done it without Mark and his team and Haley and, and Dana coming up with this idea. I have had the time of my life tonight, and I continue to try to have the time of my life every night. I thank everybody for watching, listening. My goal, sorry, Mark is to make this an annual event. And so expect to see us next uh, middle of August doing this again. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on the Unique CPA. You can find all the links and show notes for today's episode, as well as more about TriMerit at theuniquecpa.com. Remember to subscribe and join us for our next episode where we'll be going beyond compliance into forging new pathways of delivering value to your clients, diversifying your revenue streams, and leading edge management techniques and styles.